Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everyone. Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about D-Gen gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about D-Gen gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what is going on? Another day, and another day with Panther, him being back. It got weird, it was weird. It was like, I, I thought Maxi was just kind of going to take over the show here uh, three three days in a row that we had Sexy Maxi. Now, now this is this is what we call a streak, Panther. You've been here now two consecutive days. They're three, right? Uh, so yeah. three is a streak. So almost a streak. Tomorrow will be a streak. So well, welcome back once again, Sex Panther, for the second day in a row. Well, it's almost like you guys are trying to get rid of me. I'm not really sure. I don't know where you get that from, Sex Panther. I mean, I've never mentioned on the show about how we're trying to trade you or replace you or or flip you for another podcast. I've never said that, Sex Panther. (laughs) We just keep auditioning people right and left. Uh, You know what? Talk about getting rid of. Going to set this up a little bit. I think college basketball is taking after our DGEN score because as soon as somebody ascends to number one, they get bitched almost immediately. Duke goes to number one, gets slapped by the Buckeyes last night. Maybe we can predict who's going to lose this week uh, with our DGEN ranking. Uh, we might be able to. But first off, Panther, I want to extend to you an invite to my Christmas party. <laughs> Why? You, awesome. you, you, you need your sidewalk shovel? I do. It snowed last night. I need some bitches out there shoveling. Uh, for, for, for you guys that, that aren't privy to that joke, uh, report came out or was resurfaced uh, with Brian Kelly, you know, switching jobs that at one point, Robert Sala, who is the head coach of the New York Jets and Matt LaFleur, who is the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, right? LaFleur, um, they were once assistants under Brian Kelly and they, they got invited to Brian Kelly's Christmas party and they were very excited. And he hands them shovels and says, all right, start shoveling, park cars. And that's what they did all night. And then they went back home to their cramped apartment, and then just looked at their their table with no chairs and the the bowls of cereal, and they just kind of like said, "Yep, when we make it, let's not be like this asshole." So, Ugh. so I, I, I mean, I, 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 I give a, a a lot of props now to to Lafleur and Salef if if they uh, are uh, you know charitable because of that experience. <laughs> It's not the first time we've heard stories about Brian Kelly being a dick. Um, I, hopefully he's learned over the years. And uh, in true life fashion, sometimes 
you, you learn how to do things and then you learn how not to do things. And uh, maybe Sailor and LaFleur learned how not to be a dick. But um, Brian Kelly, I think, has mellowed out over the years. But, yeah, there, there's definitely some stories out there about him being king asshole. Mm. Oh, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully he's learned you. Uh, <laughs> your assistant coaches are the ones who elevate you. We saw that in the NFL season. Yeah. Shit, who was it? Who who lost all their assistant coaches in the NFL game and they got rolled out of the building? Fuck, who was it? I can't remember. It was COVID related. Oh. Yeah. Whatever. NFL power rankings. NFL power rankings. Oh, bold. You're back to the bold this week. Bold. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. It's, I, it's good for Panthers eyesight. I tried wingdings. It just wasn't wasn't real. <laughs> oh man. All right. You want to run through this? DGen amalgamated power rankings. Tampa Bay is number one. Arizona is number two. New England is number three. <laughs> Kansas City is number four. Green Bay is number five. Dallas is number six. Cincinnati is number seven. Buffalo, number eight. Tennessee, Baltimore tied for ninth. A couple of things to note here is Arizona dropped in our rankings, but they had a bye week. So it's nothing that they did. Apparently, it's just something that Tampa did this past week. So uh, not, not a slight to Tampa, uh, to Tampa, uh, to Arizona. It's only one point difference between the two. New England, number three. I mean, it's, it's hard. Panthers going to try to argue that they're not in the top three, but I, I, I think it's hard to argue that they're not a top three team as it stands right now. Uh, Kansas City, um, that's yeah, high. That's, yeah, that's I, high. I think it's a, it's a little bit high. Um, we, we'll get into Green Bay. So, so listen, I, I Green Bay finally cracked my top ten, and I was telling you guys in the pre-show that if I was going just by the strict points per minute, they wouldn't be because their offense just is not there. The offense is, is a, a mid-tier at best, maybe even lower tier offense in this league, but their defense does carry them into the top 10 this week. They beat the Rams. I, it's hard for me to argue that that wasn't a quote-unquote quality win, um, whatever. So so Green Bay's there, but I got to say this. is you know I almost felt pressured or compelled to put Green Bay in my top 10, not by Sex Panther, but by this league. This league's all about parity. This league's all about mediocrity. So if the kings of mediocrity are not in our top 10 DGen ranking, then I don't know what reality is anymore. Well, okay. You know, there's, there's a few teams that stand out to me. One, the, the first one I want to talk about is the Baltimore Ravens. We have them tied for 10th, not, well, 9th technically. And they're the number one seed right now in the AFC. If, if everything was done right now, they get the bye week. And I think we all collectively agree we do not like this team. We don't trust this team. And if anybody is going to be the frauds of 2021, to me, it's the Baltimore Ravens. You've got Kansas City, uh, Kansas City, Green Bay, Dallas, Cincinnati, Buffalo. You've got them all above the Ravens. Do you, are you going to just demonstrably say, I trust those, those teams? Demonstrably no. trust. I, I I think I trust them more than Baltimore right now. But that's marginal. You're talking about you marginally trust them better than Baltimore, I, right? I, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe Buffalo and Baltimore are on the same rank of my trust with there. But I I would put da- like a healthy Dallas team. Dallas hasn't had their fucking wide receivers. They haven't had a healthy quarterback in, in weeks. You put all that all those pieces together. Yeah, healthy Ezekiel Elliott. A healthy. I mean, I know we're doing a lot of ifs ands and buts because yeah. if, if if Tennessee had a healthy running back right. and wide receivers, they'd probably be number one on our list. So I get that. But Baltimore's got no excuses. Lamar Jackson's having a shitty fucking season. He's regressing this season compared to his previous. I, I th- and I'd say from his MVP season, he regressed a little bit last year. This year, man, his interceptions are way up. Teams are solving for him. And they're winning close, close games. And maybe you say that that's a winning attitude, that they're able to win the close games. But I, I don't like how Baltimore's winning these games. They used to win 
34 to like 20 something. Now they're eking out these fucking 17 to 14 wins or whatever. I, I don't like this Baltimore team at all. Panther might have hit a dead zone or something like that. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll keep talking. Yeah. 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 Baltimore. I don't trust them. I, but honestly, I don't trust Kansas City. I don't know if I trust Cincinnati, Buffalo, Dallas, or, or Green Bay, honestly, either at this point. You pointed it out, and people might get upset, but it's absolutely true. The way I look at offensive performance, Green Bay is like, you know, they're, they're, they're below average. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I, it's, again, like the, the, their defense is very, very good. And I think their defense has kept them in these games. I, I, listen, if, if they have any Super Bowl aspirations whatsoever, they got to fucking get rid of their kicker. I, yes. I don't care about loyalty. I don't care about fucking anything about Mason Crosby right now. Get fucking rid of him. I don't care if you got to drag uh, Janikowski out of retirement and he's 65 <laughs> years old and had the leg amputated. I would take him over fucking Mason Crosby right now. You, you can't. Uh, NFC Championship, you know it's going to go down. The NFC Championship is going to be hosted in fucking Lambeau, and everyone's going to be like, Green Bay, this is the year, and Mason Crosby's going to go doink, doink, and that's going to be the end of the fucking game right there. Right, and I don't know if we talked about it on the show or we talked about it off air, but it, even if he, it isn't him missing a field goal, it's the thought that he might miss right. a field goal that's going to put the pressure on the Packers. Absolutely. They're going to, oh, fucking four, fourth and three. We got to go for it. Mm-hmm, like, it's, mm-hmm. every, every decision is going to be based off of the, you're, you're running your regular metrics of saying, should we go for it on fourth down? Should we kick a field goal? And the, the regular metrics is going to say, ah, we should kick a field goal. And then you got to fucking add in the Mason uh, Crosby factor and say, ah, shit, we got to go for it. Or we got to punt on, from our fucking 30 yard line or something <laughs> like that because we, we don't trust anything, you know? <laughs> can we just like throw the ball? To, can we just throw an interception? Just, just fucking get Jordan Love in the game throw an interception at the two yard line or something like that just to give the ball back to the so the defense can fucking stop them i I mean yeah there's a mental aspect of this thing too that's going to put pressure on the entire fucking offense yeah and it might be that's a that's a a quarterback's dream though right because if you don't trust that the coaching staff doesn't trust their kicker quarterbacks want to go for the fourth down every time so this aaron Rodgers, you know hey no, no, leave Crosby on the sideline. We got this. Fourth and three, I got this. <laughs> the way Green Bay's playing, the metrics might say, punt the ball. Give your defense yeah, a chance right. to make a play. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's, I'm, 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 I was joking about the whole Jordan Love thing, but yeah, just, just fucking pin your opponent on the two-yard line, and, and there you go. You'll get a safety, and you get the ball back. There you like, go. Really, that's, that's their defense right there. <laughs> that's really what Pittsburgh should start doing. Just punt yeah. the ball away. <laughs> Keep it out of Ben's hands. Which is sad for Pittsburgh. That's that's still their best option at quarterback. <laughs> I'd be remiss not to say that the Rams aren't in our top ten. The Rams got dropped from our top ten. This Arch, I think you were the only one. You had them at ten, 10 on your list, number ten. Yeah, I had them. I believe at eleven. Panther, I don't. I don't know your top fifteen or whatever. But they're they're out of our top ten. The Rams are out of our top ten. They've lost three in a row. And you know what? I say it's deserved that they're not in the top ten because I don't think that they're a top ten team right now as they're playing. We can talk about how on paper they should be X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. on the field. They're not. No, they weren't. They weren't in my top ten. And another team that I intentionally left off of my top ten, even though they're ranked in the DGen score, is the Buffalo Bills. This is a team that doesn't have excuses. They've been healthy. They haven't been without any receivers. They've had their two running backs. They've had MVP Josh Allen, and they're getting beat out by rookie Mac Jones and the Patriots. I don't like this Buffalo Bills team. Maybe even trust them less than the Baltimore Ravens. So you're penalizing Buffalo for losing to the second best team in the NFL? 
So I'm penalizing them for losing to Jacksonville oh, okay, and yeah. every other loss that they have. <laughs> that Jacksonville one stands out as like a fucking sore thumb. Yeah, it does. That, that not not going to let that one go. <laughs> I, you, you listen, you, you can talk about the teams that lost to the Jets, right? You can talk about the Bengals losing to the Jets. You can talk about Tennessee losing to the Jets. I like that Jets team better than the Jaguars team right now. If you see some of the stuff that Robert Saylor is doing out there, he he really is trying to get a lot out of a little on that team. They've got no fucking quarterback there, and they're able to stay competitive in these goddamn games. So, I mean, the Jets are doing something right that I can – I'm not going to excuse those losses, but that that loss, Buffalo to the Jaguars, it's inexcusable. You Like, I, I cannot wipe that from my fucking memory when I look at Baltimore, I, when I look at Buffalo, and, and I think Panthers right. Baltimore and Buffalo, same kind of fucking, like, trust factor there, and it oscillates week to week for me, which one I trust less. Game is that it? Game points Panther on that? No, no. I, okay, I mean, okay. I said what I said about okay, okay. Buffalo. So. Kansas City's too high on this ranking. There, I just, I cannot envision that Kansas City's the number four team in the NFL with an offense that's still, you know, sputtering and and has difficulties. But where did you rank them, Max? I, I, I didn't have them super, super high. I don't think. Let's see. Uh, let me check. Max, you put the Chiefs at number four. Okay, then I was I, I am I am the definition of the DGen rank right here. In fact, yeah. I think my top four. What are my top four? Uh, your top four are uh, let's see: Tampa Bay, New England, Arizona, Kansas City. There you go. Uh, my top four are representative of the DGen top four. <laughs> I put them much lower, Kansas City, and Panther put them much higher. Can't Panther put them at number two? So it kind of balanced it's out not, to number not, four. Not, not, no fucking way. They're number two. Uh, uh, Panther, how can you put them above New England right now? Okay, here's here's the thing. Last week, I put them, I believe, at number two or number three, and I'm not punishing them for a bye week. They, they played really well over the last four weeks defensively. They've improved their defense. You're correct about the offense, but I don't look at just an offense. This is a team game, and Kansas City now is on a four-game winning streak. They're playing much better defense, and it's, they're the first place in their division, and right now, we just got done blasting Baltimore, Buffalo, Tennessee. Colts can't beat anybody with a winning record. So it's Kansas City and New England. That's it. I trust Kansas City more than I do in New England. I don't know, man. I, 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 give, I give the Colts credit for their loss this week. I, 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 I really like the Colts. You know, they were ranked really high for me last week. I, they still made my top 10 this week. But in their loss... I feel like I give them more credit than some teams that won this week, right? I, I you know, losing by a touchdown to, to Tampa Bay where it was, it was close. Like they could have won that one. Carson Wentz looked fucking fantastic. Uh, really, you know, it's kind of inexcusable that they were at home and they lost that game. I get that, but they lost to the number one team on our DGen rank. So I, I don't, I don't hate Indianapolis. I don't. Why, why do you hate your home team Panther? Why are you shitting on the Colts all the time? Here's the problem. I love the Colts. I, I, this is a really good team, but they are not beating the good teams. They've lost the Titans twice. They lost to the Rams. Now they've lost the Bucks. three of those at home. It's hard to get behind a team that can only beat, you know, the Jets, Jacksonville, and Houston. I, I can't embrace that. Lost to the Rams in week two by three points. They lost to the Titans by three points. They lost to the Buccaneers by a touchdown. I mean, a loss is a loss. I know there's a loss. A lot. I, I get that, Panther. But we're we're saying the, the complete opposite about these teams that are winning these games. Baltimore's winning these close games. Oh, you know they suck. They're 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 mediocre. I don't know, man. I, a team that loses by a close margin. I 
it's hard for me to you know just dismiss them and drop them out of the ranking. Oh shit, we should put the Jets in the top ten. I listen, listen give it some time, man. Give it some time. <laughs> get, get Flacco healthy, right? Get him, get him off the vid, and he'll be back and better than ever. All right. Well, this is a debate that could go on all day, Max, but we have to take a break. We certainly do. Let's talk about Moonbet. Have you ever wanted to own a piece of a sportsbook and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you that chance by holding their Mbet crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at bitforex.com. Also, join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org using the link in the description so that they know that you're a true DGen. Eclipse the competition, make some money with Moonbet. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. NBA. NBA. Yeah, I, I, got, I got four games, so let's, let's, uh, let's start off by ripping the Band-Aid off. Oh, yeah, oh boy. No, I, I still don't think the Boston team is a very good team at all. And their recent losses to San Antonio and Brooklyn stand as a stark reminder that this team is, I mean, mediocre at best. But I also don't love how Philly has played lately. And even with Embiid back in their lineup, uh, they, they're just they're not shooting the ball well. They're an abysmal 45% effective field goal percentage recently. That's 7% below their season average. So I, I do think Philly eventually gets things right, where the Celtics, I think they are who we think they are. Maybe tonight Philly's uh, shooting gets it together. I'm just hoping that one more day of cold shooting. $10 money line bet on the Celtics. Yeah, I looked at this game. It's almost like football. Two teams are you really can't trust. The one thing I will say about Philadelphia, and it almost sounds like blasphemy, they miss Ben Simmons. They miss having a true ball-handling point guard. Green's not the answer. Maxie's not the answer. Forkamans is the answer. You know, they don't have anybody to really control the tempo of this offense. And I think you're seeing it in their play. They're not as efficient on offense. They're still pretty good on defense, but this team is just struggling to score and they still struggle on the road. I think Boston is the play here. But like I said, I don't trust either one of these teams. I'll lean the Celtics. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Celtics with you. And uh, I don't really have a strong opinion on this. It's close, man. It's real close. How much do you have them winning by? You said. Uh, let's see. I got Boston win this game by six points. Okay. I have them actually covering this one. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. One, one, 109, 103. I have it. It's just the Philly shooting is just ice fucking cold right yeah, now. It uh, is. It's, it's, it's really impacting uh, the, their points per game. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, next one up. Hey, let's talk this Minnesota at Washington game. It's, it's, it's hard not to like how Minnesota's played recently. I've, I've mentioned it on the show before. I think they, they've got a nice balance now on their offense. Uh, but it's, it's, I, it's their defense. Funny enough is I know that they still give up a lot of points per game, uh, but their defense of efficiency is up to fourth in the league right now. So their defense is getting better week to uh, you know game by game. Washington, they're not playing as well as they did when they had that hot start. Uh, they did manage on their road trip to split. They won uh, two two of their four games. They beat Dallas. They beat OKC, and they're heading home where they're seven and two this season. But I I like the way that Minnesota's playing right now, and I think there's some value on a plus line to take Minnesota for the win. Ten dollar money line bet on the T Wolves. 
uh, when I looked at this game, there wasn't a line, so I, I kind of had to just fade it. Now I'm seeing Minnesota catching a couple. I agree with you. I like the way the T-Wolves are playing. I just still don't like them as much on the road. If this game was in Minneapolis, I'd probably be all over the T-Wolves. I think Washington has regressed more to who they really are. The best player on the floor is Towns, but Washington has the advantage with the two guards, uh, Beal and Dinwiddie. Close game. I'll lean Minnesota, but I really don't like this game. Yeah, definitely leaning Minnesota here. Uh, what are you getting, plus 140? I think, yes. I, think yeah. that's, I think that's definitely worth a shot. Pretty good value. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. All right. Hey, I'm going to take another. It was before. It's dropping, though. Uh, let's look at this Atlanta Pacers game. Uh, Hawks coming off of a loss to the Knicks. But prior to that, they were absolutely rolling. Offense finally looked like it started to be clicking. Indy, they've lost three out of four games. Continues to be a team that's just a model of inconsistency, right? I mean, they have that big win over Chicago about a week ago. They go 13 from 31 from three-point land. And then they struggle to score 100 points against Minnesota, shooting nine for 37 from three. I mean, it, that's mind-boggling how you can go from one game to the next shooting so well and then ice cold. Um, Atlanta, on the other hand, their effective field goal percentage, that's trending up. Their defensive efficiency is trending up. So I think the Hawks probably nabbed the win here. So $10 money line bet on Atlanta. Yeah, I wanted to see what the Pacers look like, you know, being healthy. Karis LeVert's been playing now for the last month or so, and – it really hasn't changed anything. The Pacers are still horribly inconsistent, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. Atlanta, you know, Trey Young still turns the ball over a little too much for me, but I think the talent is off. It feels like a trap. The Pacers minus one. It feels like they're inviting you to take the Hawks. I don't like it. I'll lean Indiana, but I'm off. What is it? You're getting plus 100 flat. That's the best I, I could know. find. Ooh. Yeah, it, it dropped. I mean, yeah. I was getting a little bit better earlier. Yeah, yeah a little bit. I, I I like the play. I just, I, I can't do it. This is, to me, an absolute coin flip of a game. So, good luck. Yeah, thank you. I have them winning this game by about seven points. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so hopefully. Okay. Last up for me, Dallas at New Orleans. Uh, Pelicans don't completely suck anymore. I mean, they still suck. Just not completely. Right. Uh, they've nabbed wins over the Clippers, Jazz, and Wizards recently. The Mavs, they've lost four or five games. Shockingly, I looked at the injury report, and Christoph Porzingis is injured. Whoever saw that coming? Listed as questionable for tonight. For the Pelicans, they're still eagerly waiting for their round mound of Beignet Town to come back. He was at uh, practice on over the weekend, so he should be returning soon. But until then, I mean, a healthy Brandon Ingram, Jonas Valanciunas, they've kept this team competitive, and I like them to possibly nab a win today. So $10 money line bet on the Pelicans. Yeah, I feel like Luca might be another one of those guys to go down in history as one of the best players to never win a title. Just no help and no Porzingis makes it even harder. Um, you're right, New Orleans is playing better, and those are three quality wins. And they're at home, plus three. I, I think the value's there. I just – didn't bet it. I, I don't know why I didn't bet it. I, I like the Pelicans. Tons of moral support. I love the Pelicans today. I, I, I love this play. I'm definitely jumping on it with you. We're getting plus 135 right now. Nice. It'd be nice if it was a little bit more. But yeah, I wish it was more. Yeah, yeah 10 bucks on the Pelicans with you. Money line. Awesome. Very cool. Hey, Panther, what you got? Let's take a look at Cleveland at Miami. I feel like Cleveland is slowly becoming one of my teams. I, I like a lot of their games, but the reason I like this one is I think they're just being completely undervalued. They're treating Miami like an absolute 
you know, title contender, and I don't see it. They win one, they lose one, they win one, they lose one. I think they win this game, but seven and a half just feels like way too many. Give me 10 bucks on the Cavaliers. Don't hate that play at all, really. Uh, the uh, the Cavs, I have this within two points, three points mm-hmm. sometimes. I, I really think that uh, Cavs with those points is, is definitely the play here. Uh, yeah, moral support lean on Cleveland. I agree with you, Sex Panther, 100%. I mean, I agree with you so much that I agree beyond you. Give me the Cavaliers plus 260 money line, 10 bucks. I like that a lot. Like that a lot. Uh, only one more game for me. Only ten, two NBA picks. So we're going to stay in the state of Florida. The Orlando Magic covered for me yesterday. Got one of those wins. Now they're at home, home against the Denver Nuggets. What a difference an MVP makes. We may have to. I booted him. All right. I so he's him. dead. Oh yeah. boy, that was yeah. bad. Uh, what, he was. I don't know. Let's move on from that game. <laughs> uh, what are we looking at? Hornets and Bucks. Um, the Bucks minus eight and a half strikes me as too many points. Way too many points. You know what? I'm going to do it. I was debating about doing this or not. I'm going to go for the shock, the upset shock. Uh, give me Charlotte plus two ninety five with a ten dollar money line bet. Yeah, I mean, my numbers say that this line is spot on. I, my line so? says that yeah, my, it says that the Bucks win this one by eight points. But I love Charlotte. I love how they play. Mm-hmm. And if there is an upset, like it does seem like way too many points. It really does. But then I start to wonder: is like, is 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 Vegas betting uh, you know, baiting you to bet the Hornets because you think like, perception wise, oh, the Hornets is a much better team, or is it the opposite where it's like, oh, the Bucks are defending champions and you know they should cover eight? I don't think they can cover eight. I don't think this Bucks team can cover eight against. Most teams in this league yep. seems 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 crazy to me. Uh, I'll lean the Hornets with the points. All right. My phone hates these damn valleys on mm. this road. Uh, I you know the Bucks have won four of their last five by double digits. They're they're healthy, other than Lopez, but Bobby Portis has been playing out of his mind. This team is actually not terrible. Um, the way they're playing, the Hornets. Eight, and I, that's where I'm at. Eight just felt like too many i i like the hornets just not i don't trust them to cover it this is such a tough game i think eight is the right number i'm gonna lean the bucks just because of the way they've been playing but this is a tough game all right let's go back to orlando play yeah it, 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 i was talking up orlando but um it's setting it up for how much i love Jokic and the denver nuggets here orlando you know back-to-back games they had to travel to get home and now denver with Jokic playing um they're just a much better team with him on the floor eight and a half Feels like too many, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to lay the eight and a half on the Nuggets. I, the Nuggets had that shocking win uh, the other day when Jokic returned. Uh, you, uh, that was against the Miami Heat, right? Uh, Jokic uh, ended up uh, playing and, and just hammering the Heat here. Um, I I have this as a really close one, man. It's it's, uh, but I mean, uh, probably some of that factors in uh, the the recency w- without uh, Jokic out there, so. I'm going to lean Orlando getting those points, but I mean, this is a team that what you better them minus 15 and a half the other day. So, I mean, <laughs> no, you got the plus, plus, plus 15 and a half. Yeah. yeah, I want them with plus 15 yeah. and a half. Yeah. I'm going to lean the magic here. Yeah, I'm going to lean the magic with the points too. Uh, scrappy little team. That's the only, that's the only two games I'm betting. We are over to the ice. Okay, great. Uh, I got two games. Let's start off with this Philadelphia Flyers at New York Rangers. When did it hit minus 200 yet? 
No, not yet. It will. Rangers <laughs> win four of five games. They're five, one and one at home this season. Flyers are on a pretty big losing streak after losing to the Devils a few days back. That was their sixth loss in a row. And the worst part is that three of those losses had Carter Hart in goal. He gave up a combined 14 goals in those three games. If the Flyers cannot depend on their goaltending, then they're not going to win any games. Philly is 26th in goals scored per game, 30th in expected goals for. It's an offense that they're not getting good shots at all. In reality, they're not getting many shots on goal. They rank 24th in that as well. Rangers, I think they've got a good enough offense, some great goaltending. I know it's a lot of chalk to eat, and you don't consider the Rangers an elite NHL team, but they're pretty damn good this year. Uh, money hammering New York. That line is getting so much worse. I'm, I'm with the money here. $10 bet on the Rangers. Yeah, I think you're definitely on the right side. I just couldn't lay 190-200. So tons of moral support. But, um, yep, um, keep my money in my pocket for this game. <laughs> you're getting, what, minus 185? This is like almost 65%. Yeah, I bet they cover it. I bet, <laughs> I bet they do cover it. The minus 185 seems kind of spot on. So, yeah, yeah, I think this is one you're going to cash. Let's hope so. Uh, next one, last one up for you. Let's talk Vancouver and Ottawa. Uh, listen, man, the, the Canucks, they broke their losing streak two days ago. They got a very close win over the Canadiens and the Senators. They're going to hope to break their five-game losing streak today, uh, heading back to the Canadian Tire Center. Canadian Tire Center. Yeah, oh. it's a bit it's like uh, that, Marta. <laughs> Their their last win was two weeks ago uh, over the Penguins. They won that one 6-3, to three, I believe. Um, Listen, you know, they're not a good offense. Ottawa ranks 27th in goals per game. That's 2.42 goals per game. It's still markedly better than Vancouver's 2.26 per game. It's only better than the Blackhawks, the Islanders, and Coyotes. So, I mean, Ottawa, I know that they've got some of the worst goaltending in the league, but they also have the second hardest strength of schedule, meaning that they're playing the, the bigger offenses in the league. So I chuck some of their bad goaltending to the fact is that they're just getting hammered against the best teams in the league where Vancouver's not. Um, I, I see the money hitting Vancouver here. What's that line doing uh, on Vancouver? Let's see. Uh, that line has gotten better for Vancouver with all of the money hitting them. I, listen, I have Ottawa winning this game. I, Vegas is trying to tell me something here too as well. So $10 bet on the Senators. You know, I glanced at this game and then I walked away. This is two teams I don't like, particularly Ottawa. Um, you know, they just, just don't put up enough. Goal. Hell, if I was going to bet this game, I'd probably bet the under, but I don't. I'm off of it. Okay. Yeah, this is a tough one. I'd be inclined just to take whichever team was getting the plus line in this one, honestly. This feels, feels like a coin flip. Uh, so, yeah, I would lean with you on the centers. All right. Panther, what you got? Uh, let's take a look at the Colorado Avalanche going to Toronto. I, you know, last year and early part of this year, I wasn't too kind to the Maple Leafs. And, uh, you know, you, you look at the record, you look at who they've beaten and what they're doing. I'm going to have to apologize to Toronto. This is, this is a damn good team. They're at home going into a Colorado team that just still doesn't feel like they found their identity. I, you know, I still think they're a really good team, but on the road, uh, at going against a good Toronto team, I think the Maple Leafs can get it done. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on Toronto. Wow, you surprised me. I, th- I thought you were going to say Colorado with a plus line. You're going to take them. I, I think that's a smart play. I think the, 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 the line movement and Toronto being at home, I, I think that's the right play. I, I have, by my metrics, Colorado um, at this plus line as a p- slight play. Not enough for me to play it at all. But um, 
I think Toronto wins this one. So yeah, some moral support there. Oh yeah, I think I think this is a good play, very good play. <laughs> uh, minus one thirty, not too chalky. I think you're going to cash this one. Be happy. Ah, well, that'll make up for my next play. Let's take a look at Vegas going to Anaheim. Hey, we've made some money off of Anaheim the last week or so. They've been playing really good hockey. Vegas is still kind of eh, not in love with them, playing better than they did at the beginning of the season. Only reason I'm on the Golden Knights this time is because the line just tells me that's the play. Uh, Vegas minus 150 on the road probably shouldn't be that heavy of a favorite, but I think, um, you know, Vegas, Vegas, the casinos are inviting you to take Anaheim. I don't want to do it. 10 bucks on the mm. Golden Knights. Yeah, they are inviting you to take Anaheim. I think Anaheim probably is the play. I cashed on them yesterday. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to double dip here. I'm going to lean the Ducks here. I do think the plus line is, is tempting, but I, I want to stay away from that. Yeah, this is a, another, another weird one. Uh, it shows what I know. If I was making the line, I would have these numbers flipped. I think Anaheim's more likely to win. Uh, so this is this line to me smells to high heavens. Those are the only two hockey games I got. All right. Real quick, any value on the Red Wings here plus 105 against the Kraken? Because <laughs> it sure looks like it to me. Uh, probably. Yeah, I think so. I think that that probably is the play. I looked at this one and I nope the fuck out of it. <laughs> uh, I I wish I wish you're getting a little bit of a bigger plus line on, on the Red Wings here. Um, but I... I have Seattle winning it, but I think this is the game that they end up losing. I, it surprises me. It opened up, yes. it opened up with Red Wings uh, minus one thirty nine. Now they're a plus line some places. Yeah, yeah. This game stunk to hell. I didn't. I stayed far away from this one. All right. So we talked about our power rankings. We talked about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. Sounds like there was more we didn't like about it than liked. We talked about basketball and hockey. Max, that is it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS and listen to anything but our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Panther Parlay. I love the Cleveland Cavaliers today, and I'll take my two hockey plays, Toronto Maple Leafs and the Vegas Golden Knights. Put those three together. That'll be your Panther Parlay. And uh, Arch sent us a nice old, nice old thing of how parlays Vegas makes a shit ton of money off people losing that shit, so that's kind of a funny read. Uh, but hey, jump on Facebook, jump on Twitter, shoot the shit with us. We'll shoot right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. When it's all said, done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Parlays were the most profitable thing for the casinos in all gambling. Shocker. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners... Operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.